Welcome everybody to Hidden Guardians Podcast, your only podcast hosted by actual Hidden Guardians. Venge and I are literally on the edge of our seats. Shockingly so. We're amplified by all the news that came out (laughs) by our 3.0. It jolted us out of our slumber of waiting for news (laughs) to happen and blinded us with its brilliance. (laughs) I'm so going to get yelled at in the comments for this one, for all those puns. Look, we're going to go over our 3.0. We're going to talk about the seasonal artifact mods that are coming, that were released in the TWAP. Every one of them. It wasn't just a preview. We know all of them that are coming. Um, and there's a lot of good returning ones. This, I actually think this is the most... No, this is. This is the most hype I've been for a season coming in a very long time. And I'm here for it. Um, and we're going to jump into this. Uh, Venge, would you say flat out that you might be hyped for this too? Let's Let's just start with that. Well, yeah, it's it's a new season. It's some good new stuff that's coming in. I'm I'm excited. Yes, I remember talking about Void and being cautiously optimistic. You know, because I saw the changes coming to a Void class yeah. and as a Void main, I was like, mm, I don't know how this is going to work. And yeah, there was a little bit of a letdown, but flat out, it works. I I cope. I took my copium and moved on. Solar was one of those ones we knew nothing about going into it, and it wasn't after the fact. And I was like, I don't like the classes except Titan, which you know, give me more Laura Lee Splendor Titan. You know, that's just freaking amazing. This just reading it and looking at the artifact mods, I am freaking going nuts for this. This (laughs) is like almost unreal for me what they've done. Mm-hmm. And I, I am here for. I have no idea what I'm going to play day one. Sure, none. I, that that's a that's a that's a great problem to have. So why is that a great problem to have? Well, designer Sam Dunn is here to kind of walk us through everything. And uh, when I hit the point in this write up, and I'll have all the links down there, but you're, you know, if you haven't read it, you know, take a look through it. But the movie Crank 2 High Voltage apparently was one of the inspirations to this entire season. And I'm uh, this revamp, I mean, and I'm like, oh, shit, really? The Jason Statham movie where he uh, has no heart. They have him hooked up to a car battery and he has to like keep jolting himself to keep going. And he's like doing all sorts of obscene things. I think he's like having sex with somebody in the middle of like a school bus drop off or something to keep the adrenaline it's crazy this absolutely (laughs) insane movie and the first one was nuts too but this is the this takes it to another level um cranked were they're you know typical early 2000s fair but fun and um i'm like okay i i i'm I'm there with that this is going to be the press w and don't stop moving forward subclasses fine i like more run and gun mm-hmm. style. I'm I'll, I'll be, I'm here for this. Then they kind of like took that stuff and paired it off, started working it into the systems. And what we got is we start off with the buff amplified. Now, um, 
you're just going to be able to do stuff to get it. You're not going to have to have specific aspects and fragments to become amplified when you're in an arc subclass. Uh, mm-hmm. By default, all arc classes become amplified after rapidly defeating targets with arc damage. And then the aspects and fragments augment that stuff. So, hey, perfect. But what Amplified does is after sprinting for a few seconds, an Amplified Guardian will gain another boost in speed. Uh, Mike Humboldt, who's one of the designers, said basically, put it, it's basically as fast as we can make our sprint animation go. So we're turning into Sonic the Hedgehog, folks. Uh, while they're yeah. sprinting, they're gonna, yeah. <laughs> while they're sprinting, they're gonna gain a sizable PVE damage resistance buff, enabling an e- and enabling an even longer slide ability. Now, the moment I read all that, I thought, oh my god, a, a hunter wearing stompies. With increased mobility <laughs> to begin with, increased slide distance to begin with, an amplified hunter wearing this stuff, how far and fast are they going to go? Yeah, and it made me excited. The the uh, in parentheses says imagine full on Metroid speed booster mode only Samus is now wielding Yalahorn yeah fine perfect that that's probably the best visual representation I can get for something for this sure and it says even if the player is no longer amplified as long as they keep sprinting the speed booster buff stays active so amplified has a time limit on it. But you're rewarded for multi kills. Risk Runner, you're going to be having a field day with, I think, in this upcoming subclass change. So the thing with this is they're looking at having the speed booster being a strong gap closing tool. And you see it move, uh, used to move from one cover to the next and just tearing all over the place with it. And apparently there's going to be an audio cue when you're moving as the speed boost kicks in. It's almost like a swell up, like a jet engine starting. That's pretty cool. That's fucking awesome. Even they say it's awesome. (laughs) But I'm saying it's awesome. So I'm the armchair dev, right? No, (laughs) no, 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 no. Yikes. No, no, no. I'm just a jerk that's going to play all this stuff and enjoy it. Now, there's two debuffs we're getting, too. We're getting blind, which we've seen before. You know, blinding grenades. We know that flashbang look on yeah. our, uh, you know, blinding grenades. Um, and also a new one, jolt. Jolting is rather cool. When you jolt an enemy... They're gonna they are going to periodically send slivers of chain lightning out to nearby enemies, damaging them in the process. So you basically turn an enemy that becomes jolted into an AoE damage generator. Very cool. Nice. Uh blinding opponents in PvE, since we're gonna talk about blinding. Uh, they won't be able to see, and they'll also be disoriented and un- unable to fire their weapons in PvP, because I know people want to know. Blinding opponents will have their screen whited out and their HUD removed for a short period of time alongside a distorted, washed-out audio effect. I think people thought it was going to be like that tinnitus-type thing, that high-pitched, like, ringing. It's going to be, I guess, muted, 
more. Yeah. So it's going to tone down everything instead of like, instead of putting some distorted uh, high pitch sound effect over it. That's good. Uh, do you remember yeah, Ionic yeah. Traces that uh, the Stormcaller Warlocks would get? Those little things that look like yeah. arc shark yeah. fins coming towards you? I love them. Apparently, they're now democratized over all the subclasses for arc. So Titans and Hunters will also be able to generate these things. Lead. That's cool. And gain benefit from it. And what it is, is you collect one, they add energy to all your abilities. I can't wait to see how to abuse, how to get multiple of these things going at once. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I'm very curious as to how fast in a class change that's about speed, how fast you can regenerate your abilities back. And I'm only talking from a PvE situation. I know PvP no. is very, um, you don't want to have your abilities on perpetual spam mode. Though, some people I know that play PvP, when they saw the changes coming, were just like, oh, hell, this is going to be broken. And one specific Titan I play with almost died laughing because it's everything he's ever wanted to come back in his Titan kit in one very yeah. way to do it. And he is going to kill people with Reckless Abandon the first Trials weekend happens. Uh, speaking of character classes, the Titan, uh, not the Titan, the Hunter, Hunter is going to be first. Their identity for it, they're thinking of like a graceful warrior monk. So somebody that can get in close quarters quickly and effectively and make a mess out of their opponents in the process. Okay. So you want to get up close and you want to kind of dance around and avoid being hit while also dealing out almost point blank damage. Fine. Yeah. Uh, so to do that, hunters are keeping their arc staff super, which will now kind of combine top and bottom, uh, top, bottom and middle tree because they were all arc staff supers into one where you're going to be able to attack, but also block and deflect projectiles. Uh, you're going to get an armored dodge. When you're dodging, you become more resistant to incoming damage as well. Hunters are finally getting a new super as well. It's called uh, Gathering Storm. Finally. Yes. Yes, I already threatened crit buff with this by throwing it at his ass and shocking him to death. Because uh, he was giving me <laughs> shit on Twitter. <laughs> Essentially, Gathering Storm is the hunter leaps up in the air, hurling their staff into the ground, or at an enemy, if they hit it, like a spear. Upon impact, the staff will emit a damaging burst that jolts nearby enemies, and then after that, a giant bolt of lightning strikes the staff and overcharges it, which creates a big damage zone that lasts for several seconds. While it's overcharged and doing that, the staff is sending out arcs of lightning to damage any enemies that move near it. So I'm going to hit you with this. I'm going to jolt a whole bunch of enemies around you. And then the AOE effect goes off and just starts frying everything yeah. in it. Yeah. The, I am here for the that. Yeah, that is really damn cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, think of Zeus throwing a lightning bolt. 
you know. <laughs> but I, I think you can remember when we talked about the um, synaptic spear from the uh, psionic the uh, ability. Battlegrounds. Yeah, from that battleground section when um, it was uh, the uh, season that Witch Queen came out with. Chosen. And we're like, oh, is the psionic spear going to be something we're going to be using? And we're like, why? You know, it's like, well, guess what? We basically have the super version of that right now where we throw a spear at stuff and then it causes, like, everything to go frying and whatnot. So it's not quite there, but, hey, at least we now have a... Hunters now have a ranged super attack for Arc subclass. And that's spectacular. A good change. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, melees hunters are still going to keep their combination blow ability because they think that's actually good for it yeah it is kills with combination blow will refund dodge energy increase your melee damage and restore a small amount of health so this is where you get to dance around dodging hitting you know doing more damage this is why stuff like a one-two punch shotgun might be very awesome right here or even the exotic liars handshake that's just me adding all that into it uh, disorienting Blow also returns, which when you strike with a charge melee, you blind opponents. And that also will amplify the hunter, too, when you do that. So that's pretty cool. Yes. Hunters are going to be able to get three arc aspects to customize their tactical style. We have Flow State. Defeating a Jolt opponent causes you to become amplified when amplified the hunter's dodge will recharge faster and make you more resistant to damage and you have quicker reload times yes tempest strike allows the hunter to perform a sliding melee that launches an arc wave along the ground dealing significant damage and jolting enemies now this is something that the mid tree already can use in the current version that's that was actually part and parcel with it that's that's yeah I'm fine i really didn't use it too much but flow state that, that's one yeah check and here's the other one i'm going to be using lethal current after dodging the hunter's melee lunge range is increased and their next melee attack jolts the target and creates a damaging lightning aftershock when you're using the arc staff super after dodging the hunter's next light staff attack hits twice in addition, hitting a jolted enemy with a melee attack will blind them. Yes. Yes to all of that. <laughs> I'm already thinking, I read Flow State and Lethal Current. I went, mm -hmm. yep, yep, and Flux. Yeah, put on the and Flux chest piece. But the more I'm also wailing on you with my arc staff, the more damage I'm doing because the, the more you keep comboing the light attacks, the more and more damage keeps ramping mm. up. And now it's like, oh, hey, I can dodge near somebody and my one attack will now hit twice. So that should tick up the number quicker. So I'm doing the max amount that it'll mm. go. I think it's like up to times five or something like that. Like, yeah, please, sure. please, please let me do this. Oh, and uh, once in a while I'll sneak in like a shotgun blow or, you know, level uh, the accuracy at you since I'll have trench barrel on it. You know, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Let's see how much I can do yeah. in your face, you know? Uh, one other thing 
which they have in their own little section here, is that Ark Hunters are getting Blink back. Yeah. That is a thing. That's a thing. They haven't had it since <laughs> Destiny 1. <laughs> Interestingly enough, they did say that um, Blink hasn't really been touched on since Destiny 2's release and never quite reached the heights of its previous reign of terror. Uh, Mike Humble saying, he said, we felt like this is a good time to walk a few tuning changes back a, a little and bring Blink's potency at baseline up without needing exotic equipped. Basically, for a void warlock now, you really needed Astrocyte Verse, that helmet, to make Blink like mm-hmm. really worthwhile. They're saying now they're going to retune it, so now Arc Hunters and Void Warlocks will have access to Blink. I'm now curious what a Void Warlock that wears Astrocyte Verse is going to be able to do with Blink. Could be pretty nutty. It's going to be, it's going to be very nutty, I think. I think Nim Plays is like, you know, all excited about that. <laughs> In practical terms, they're saying it meets an increased travel distance and a reworked recharge model for the ability that'll keep it fresh while still maintaining its effectiveness. Okay. But hunters are getting blink back. PvP players have already started screaming that this isn't fair. This is going to <laughs> like the the entire thing with this arc thing was go fast. And my joke was, oh, you're the, what's gonna go fast is the comments for people begging things to be nerfed before it happens and it already did it's like why are you giving back 100 points it's gonna ruin the crucible it's like dude come on i haven't even got to the titan yet or the warlock there's something that the warlock has that i saw that it went holy shit man that's gonna make the crucible like pain for a while <laughs> and then i saw titans i'm like god geez why and i'm like i love it fine I'm all about the chaos and the power. Bring it on. I'd like to actually see this stuff survive a season before it gets tuned down. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Warlocks, their power fantasy, um, they had two images in mind. The Lightning Shaman and Emperor Palpatine from the Star Wars movies, <laughs> basically turning Luke Skywalker into burnt toast. We wanted the player to feel like they're channeling the power of the storm through their body. Controlling the storm, controlling lightning like an elemental conduit. Okay, cool. So to do that, you got your chaos reach. And that's your Kamehameha concentrated beam of arc energy. Yep. And you got storm trance, which is the Palpatine floating around, shocking everything, you know, tickle fingers type thing. However, what they did with storm trance is they took top tree and bottom tree current storm caller and swooshed them together. Because top tree had an ability to it and bottom tree had an ability to it. Now both of those abilities are available in this super. So now when you cast it, landfall will proc, which was one of the trees. I think it was top tree. And you can now also do that blinking teleport. I'm sorry. Landfall was bottom tree and the blinking teleport was top tree. So they're both now in the same thing. Sure. Instantly, right now, after reading that, I went, you've made them more viable in pretty much all content. Yeah, that's a big positive, I feel like. Yeah. Without a doubt. Warlocks are getting two melees. Ball lightning. 
You send out a floating ball of arc energy that detonates, zapping an enemy down from above. Or chain lightning, which send out arcs of lightning strikes, jolt the primary target, and chain damage to surrounding enemies. Keep in mind being amplified for this, because when you're amplified, the arc ball will fly out from ball lightning and zap enemies to three times instead of just once. And chain lightning, yeah. while you're amplified, the ability creates two sets of chains that potentially jump to twice the number of enemies. Really that is cool. ad clear central. Absolutely, it is. Oh, I can't wait to take it up to, like, you know, the Altars of Sorrow on the Moon. You know, uh, doing the uh, that public, just the amount of like thralls and regular red bars, stuff all running through. Boom, just arcing straight through and just killing everything. That's weak. Just clearing all that yeah, out. That's that. That's gonna be fun to use. And then just absorbing all the arc, you know, the ionic traces coming to me like little sharks, you know, nonstop coming after me. It's gonna be beautiful. I can't wait for it. Now, there's three aspects you get for the warlock. You get the arc soul. That's your thunder buddy. You know, cool. I always like the thunder buddy. It's now an aspect. If you're amplified, though, the thunder buddy will uh, become supercharged, increasing its rate of fire. Okay. Oh. And arc cool. soul is when, That's you know, the rift, the rift will charge faster when you're near your allies. So, okay, cool. Warlocks also get lightning surge. When they activate their melee, well, <clears throat> this is the one I, I went, holy shit, this is going to make PvP interesting. When the Warlock <laughs> activates their melee while sliding, so, you know, you're going to slide, people slide a lot in PvP, when you're sliding as a Warlock, you activate your melee, you transform into a ball of lightning that teleports forward, calling down a field of lightning bolts at the exit point that jolts targets. So you teleport quickly at them, explode into this burst that causes lightning to come down, and it jolts anybody around it. So now they're starting to like ping off of each other too, but it probably won't matter because that warlock is most likely going to have a shotgun or something in their hand as well. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> That's going to be... There's going to be a lot of complaints about that in PvP for sure. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. I hope it's I hope it's everything I'm reading here, my expectation, I'm trying to re reserve stuff, but I am really excited for this. But this all reads overtuned to me, and I hope it is. I think I commented on Twitter that I remember Same. looking at Stasis in its initial launch, going, this seems strong. This is what I'm getting out of that feeling. So I'm hoping it is. Mm. Uh, and the last thing you get is Electrostatic Mind. Arc ability kills and kills on arc debuffed enemies, so anybody that's blinded or jolted, create Ionic Traces. When you collect any Ionic Trace, you become Amplified. Oh, hey, that's awesome. Why don't you throw on a Cold Heart, too, because that creates Ionic Traces on kills as well. Never run out of abilities. Oh, boy. You know how all those people laughed Never at you again. for, you know, Picking up uh, that seasonal hand cannon from um, the bonfire that had a, well, you know, they're like, why would you want a hand cannon that has demo wellspring on it? This is why you want a hand cannon with demo wellspring on it. 
in addition to the, you know, getting back your ionic traces, you're now going to be killing things also and trying to keep the uptime in PvE for your grenades, for your uh, melee abilities to put down rifts. It's all going to combo together. I hope we get another weapon that has that can roll demo wellspring for me to chase. I really do. Yeah, I, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. And then I saw the Titans. And I was just like, the fuck? The absolute fuck are you guys doing here? <laughs> I'm loving this. Okay, so... The Titans are going to punch everything to death, obviously. Devastatingly so. Yeah. You get back Fist of Havoc and Thunder Crash. Cool. Fist of Havoc now has an adjusted slam radius that's halfway between the top and bottom trees, and the ground slam leaves a damaging field in its wake. And while you're slamming from the air, it causes a damaging AoE effect, like from the top tree behavior. So it's the uh, best of both uh, worlds. Thundercrash is Thundercrash. What they're trying to make it clear here is by taking it off the old how they did it, what they call it, the subclass diamonds, um, uh -huh. it doesn't change the initial you know usage and what it looks like, but through your combinations of aspects and fragments, it's going to make it more powerful. And oh, oh sweet. Yeah, sure. And that's something I'm I'm finding interesting. There is a artifact mod this season that we're season eighteen that we're getting that we'll talk about. That um, yeah, I'm I'm almost calling it right now that the Thunder Crash Titan wearing Cures to the Falling Star and putting on this you know class mod is probably going to be the highest burst DPS damage in the game. Bar none. Yeah, I'm here for it. It's it. It's gonna overtake uh, blade barrage. Blade barrage is already lethal, and that's like times eight stack with um, star eater scales. It does work. I think thunder crash is gonna take it over again. This is gonna be huge damage yeah. coming our way. Uh, let's see. It says the biggest change to the arc titan is now. <laughs> this is the part that I went holy shit uh, Titans are getting an ability called Thruster it's a class ability <laughs> by double tapping a button on the ground the Titan burst in their throttle burst in their throttle direction at speed performing a quick first person evade comparable in distance to a hunter's dodge Titans are getting a dodge on the ground love it Unlike the Hunter, which goes to a third-person camera when you do dodge, Titan is going to be in first-person, so it's going to look like a charge in first-person as you're doing it. And this makes uh -huh. perfect sense for a Titan. This is sick. This is sick. <laughs> I was talking to Bam about this this week, and I went, "Can you?" I, I'm wondering, if could you like thrust and then because you're moving at a high rate of speed will that also cause you to use your shoulder charge right after it like coming out of the thrust you instantly go into a shoulder charge so it extends the length of how far you can actually get a charge off oh that'd be interesting 
I I have huh. no idea what this is all going to go, but my brain is going. Titans are going to be freaking unstoppable at points. Yeah, a Titan yeah. with a dodge is scary as hell to me in the Crucible. A master Titan, somebody that's been playing it all the time and knows the ins and out of the class, that now gets their hands on the these toys that are coming, are going to make people cry. <laughs> and in PvE, uh, yeah. this is just right up my alley with power fantasy for how I think an arc titan should be. Uh, speaking of melee attacks, se- seismic strike shoulder charge comes back, and now it blinds enemies. Performing one while you're amplified will increase the radius of the blind, and the blinding effect lasts longer. Ow. Uh, Ballistic Slam is also coming back. Sure. Uh, Players can slam the ground after sprinting in the air and then create a damaging explosion upon impact. I hope that the impact damage is more because it's kind of weak right now. And maybe it pushes enemies away a little bit more. Kind of like blows them off. Not like full on like the size of the super, but just enough. But your Titans are also getting another melee. Go on. I was just, I wonder if being amplified is going to change anything because they don't say anything about being amplified for that one. Uh-huh. For the yes. ground slam. Yeah. They're not saying too much about being amplified on some of these things. So I'm wondering if amplification yeah. works yeah. on all of these things, but they're keeping some of that under their hat. Because this is just the arc preview. This isn't the full, here's everything in the kit. Yeah, you know, um, but I th- this next thing is just such a titan maneuver because you get a third melee. It's called thunderclap. It's a charged oh, melee. God. You don't move anywhere when you're charging it, but apparently when you hold it down in PvP long enough at ninety percent charge, thunderclap will one shot a guardian in PvP. Oh god. Risk reward because you can't move. <laughs> yeah. But imagine some dum dum like jumping around a corner to shotgun you, but that Titan is just waiting and been charging this whole time. And they release just as they're coming around the corner. And there's just like this stain across the other side of the map from yeah. where that guardian yeah. was. You know. So they call it oh, the one punch man style blast. Wonder with that if uh, if when you get fully charged, if it like automatically releases the melee, or if you can actually hold it. It does That's say. Hold on, going to be see. a little something. To... The charge state cannot be stored, so oh. I don't think you can oh, just okay. store it up. Yeah. yeah. So I think once you hit full it goes off but so you're like i said risk reward you're charging 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 somebody comes around the corner and you just let it go you know wherever your charge level Uh is you're probably going to nuke their shield god what if they give titans an exotic design for this also because there's class exotics typically that come with each new season oh something for thunderclap gives it two charges instead of one (laughs) oh 
God, no. I love it. Give it. <sighs> <laughs> Give it to me now, please. Okay, so you also, Titans also get three aspects to mess with. I'm going to save the first one they list for last because I think that's the most nutty out of the bunch. You're getting back Juggernaut. Yeah. So we'll sprinting while full class ability energy. So that's your uh, barricades. The Titan gains a frontal shield that blocks incoming damage. When you're amplified, the shield is stronger. Once the shield is depleted by taking damage, the player's class energy is depleted. If you play Destiny 1, you remember this. It looks like this. It looks like this circular shield. That little dome that's in front of you while you're sprinting. That's right. Terrifying to see a shot, a shotgun wielding one of these motherfuckers coming after you with that shield up. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see some Titan that uh, is on a fire team with a um, a Sentinel Titan that throws down their uh, barricade. So they now have an overshield. And now they're running with that juggernaut shield and they're coming right for your face. I mean, that's <laughs> going to be interesting to see. Yeah. You're also getting Knockout. I love this. Melee kills trigger health regeneration and make the Titan amplified. Critically wounding an enemy or breaking their shield increases your melee range and damage for a brief period, and the Titan's base melee becomes arc-empowered while Knockout is active. Insurmountable Skull Fort. Yeah. That kind of sounds like Good something God. that we do have on Arc Titans right now, but it's a, a little bit different, and I feel like it's different for the better. I'm yeah, here for it. I do, too. I do, too. Some of the other things, even for the Hunter, were things that are currently in those diamonds that they've kind of, like, pieced back together and changed just enough. And as you very astutely said mm -hmm. earlier, they're not telling us everything, I think, that interacts with being amplified so i'm curious to see how this is all going to work out titans are also getting something called touch of thunder this specifically changes certain arc grenades for the titan so if you're using flashbang grenades it fires and it, <laughs> oh the, i love the last one listed made me go Oh yeah, my god, Mayhem in the Crucible. <laughs> People hated Hunters before, they're going to hate this even more. Uh, but Flashbang Grenade <laughs> fire an additional blind impulse on its first bounce. They typically bounce twice. You know, they bounce once and then mm. hit the ground and blow up. So now it's it hits the ground, flashes once, continues on its way, and then flashes again on detonation. That's a huge amount of blinding that's going to be going on. Yeah. yeah. Pulse grenades. I love these grenades. When the grenade damages an enemy, it creates an, an ionic trace for the Titan. Pulse grenade damage increases over time as the grenade lingers after impact. That I see for PvE boss damage when you're throwing a grenade at somewhat of a stationary boss or one that yeah. just kind of like dances back and forth. The longer it's being affected by it, the more damage it's doing. Cool. And you get an Ionic Trace out of it? Even better. Nice. Lightning Grenades. 
will grant an additional charge for the lightning grenade and the and jolts targets on the initial blast. So, okay, you get two lightning grenades and the initial blast jolts targets. Great. Now put on the armamentarium, and I bet you're going to have three charges. I was just thinking that. I wonder if he would get a third charge or if the armamentarium would be redundant at that point. Maybe armamentarium's getting a rework. I like armamentarium. Yeah, maybe armamentarium's sure. getting a rework. Who knows? But the thought of three lightning grenades, terrifying to me. <laughs> I mean, I love that shit. <laughs> I know you love that shit. I love this shit. Storm grenades. Storm grenades yeah. are the ones that yeah. produce like the that warlocks had access to only. Produces like it looks like clouds appear and like sets out a field of, of randomly firing lightning bolts. Uh typically where the grenade goes off. Okay, cool. It's good for like AoE ad clear and stuff like that. Some damage. However, a Titan using the aspect touch of thunder <laughs> creates a roaming thundercloud that moves and tracks enemies, similar to the Stasis Hunter's Silence and Squall Super that fires lightning bolts at the ground underneath it. I read this. I'm so... In the instant I read that, I said, Mayhem, Armentarium, Storm grenades. <laughs> That's going to be so fun. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking uh. being chased down by angry thunderclouds <laughs> shooting lightning bolts at you. That's amazing. This is going to be stupid. And I, I love it. And that first mayhem that comes around, which, by the way, mayhem is week one of the new season. Oh, God. I'm going to get to try all this crap out. Yeah. I'm probably going to be giggling nonstop, throwing storm grenades and chasing people to death with that <laughs> shit constantly. It's going to be fun. They only gave us a look at four of the fragments since we now talked about the other classes and their aspects, because they're keeping the rest of them kind of secret. I'm assuming that we will only get so many of them and then the rest of them after the day one raid race on Friday. So probably like at yeah. reset or something on Tuesday, most likely. Uh, but we have four. We have Spark of Beacons. When a player is amplified, arc special weapon kills create a blinding explosion. So, hey, you, you get amplified. You know, somehow, great. You have a wrist runner on, and it's chaining and killing things, and everything's blinding everything that is hitting and killing. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be some power there. That's really good potential. Oh, also, I see that being amplified, holding Legend of Acrius in your hands, you blow something away, it causes a blinding explosion. So especially if the boss has, like, ads around it, you know, give yourself a few be, moments of yeah, respite. Could be huge. Could be very huge. A little trench barrel. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh, spark of resistance. This is for those people that want to do the trench barrel acrius thing. Spark of resistance when you're surrounded by enemies, the player has increased damage resistance. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, weapons that have surrounded 
on them are probably going to become much more viable very soon because you're going to want to jump into a mob in an arc subclass. Yeah. Spark of Momentum. Sliding over ammo will reload your weapon and grant a small amount of melee energy. If you slide over heavy ammo, it increases the amount of energy granted. There's so many things in Arc 3.0 that involve sliding. And lastly, Spark of Shock, the player's arc grenades jolt enemies. So that right there is your how you're going to debuff everything. Is you yep. know, Oh, hey, I'm going to I'm going to be a total scumbag titan and chase you around with thunderclouds that now jolt everything in sight. <laughs> I'm excited. Or uh, uh, <laughs> in my own in my own hunterish way uh, going into mayhem or the regular crucible wearing Ariana's vow or, or Shinobu's vow, sorry, not Ariana's vow, that's the hand cannon. Yeah. Shinobu's okay. vow, the exotic arm pieces that give you a second charge of the skip grenades that track while putting on the thing that makes them now jolt enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you think you're going to you're going to hide behind your uh, your barricade there, Sentinel Titan? Okay, fine. I'm going to throw this, bounce it off above your head down to you and all your buddies back there, and now you're all jolted <laughs> and now you're all shocking each other to death. Yeah. Oh, and I have a second grenade charge to do that too. There. <laughs> it's going to be funny. What's going to make it funnier is that we're getting 12 new seasonal artifacts to mess around with. So things are coming in hot. Things are going to come in even hotter, I think. There's nothing in there that's like totally Dear Lord busted so much when you're reading it, like uh, Classy Restoration, okay? Or uh, Rejuvenating Blast. I'm going to miss that so much. That's a great perk. That's a that's a great mod, Rejuvenating Blast. I love it. But what we have is surprisingly a whole bunch of really good ones coming back and some new ones thrown into the mix. Oh, we're getting back Overload Bows. Very excited. I'm I'm excited. I'm very excited for that. Unstoppable Pulse Rifles are coming back. Okay, that's cool. Anti-Barrier Scout Rifles are coming back. That's Good. important because there's something that's going to synergize to that later on that I'm going to mention. Anti-barrier auto rifles are coming back uh, and unstoppable shotguns are coming into play. Unstoppable legend that's of the first. That's the first shotgun like champion mod, isn't it? Or did we have that once before? No, we've had unstoppable shotgun before. Okay. I just can't remember how, how much it cost. I don't think it cost one or two or three. I thought it cost more than that. Maybe they've adjusted the price because it is in the first row. Uh, we're also getting back yeah. Scout Rifle Loader for your arms. <laughs> Sword Ammo Scavengers. Machine Gun Holster for the legs. Okay. That's the one that reloads stowed machine guns over time. Cheap. Mm-hmm. Scout and Sniper Targeting. It looks like it's a combo mod. We're also getting Bottomless Bounty 1, which will improve two origin perks. They won't say which ones they are. I bet they're new. Here you go, Venge. We're getting a Glaive Loader. Bring it on! <laughs> mm-hmm. Focusing Strike. This goes onto your arms. Causing damage with a melee ability. Grants class ability energy. 
now you're starting to see a little synergy with the aspects and fragments and the other classes. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with my melee. Yeah. Now I'm gonna get yeah. back my class ability energy so I can then boost or throw down my rift or dodge more. Or get that juggernaut shield back faster. Yeah. Yeah. Seismic strike, all that nice stuff. The combo mod, we're getting another combo we did this past two seasons. It's gonna be arc and solar resist combo, which is good. A machine gun ammo okay. scavenger, which is good. Bottomless bounty two for two more origin perks. Okay. And now we get into the fun stuff, which is in the last two. Overload LMGs is coming. <laughs> now, remember, oh. Overload, Unstoppable, do more than just affect the champions. Like, if you hit somebody with Overload shots in the Crucible, it short-circuits their ability to regenerate through, you know, restoration abilities. I think Unstoppable also does more damage to shielded enemies. Or something like that. It's a, th there is some synergy that's outside of just these are only for champions. So they do make a little bit more sense. But hey, right there it says uninterrupted fire from equipped machine guns will stun enemies that with a beam that delays energy regeneration and reduces enemy damage output strong against overload champions. Cool. Very cool. We're also getting back anti-barrier snipers. Nice. Yes. I remember doing a uh, proving grounds for the first time and anti-barrier snipers were a thing then. It was big time helpful. <laughs> truly, truly was. We're getting something called bad amplitude. I don't remember this, but damaging a champion with an arc ability causes the champion to become jolted. Well, so arc abilities are pretty much anything like, you know, like a your grenade, your melee, stuff like that. Makes them yep. become jolted. Well, we're getting back surge detonators. Arc grenades disrupt combatants, stunning them, delaying ability regen and lowering damage output, strong against overloads. So with the combination of surge detonates surge detonators and bad amplitude, you're not only disrupting and shutting down an overload champion you're also making them jolted and they just start electrocuting everything else around them very cool yep infernal whips coming back as well this um the solar melee abilities will stun unshielded combatants it's strong against unstoppable champions that's nice to see that come back okay all right and in the final column here we go. These are the ones that generally cost quite a bit of points and go into your class item. Thunderous Retort. Now, this is returning, except they've added one little bit to it. Thunderous Retort. Arc Supers do more damage when cast while in critical condition or now while amplified. Thunder Crash Titan. Cures of the Falling Star, Amplified, Thunderous Retort. <laughs> That's going to be bonkers damage. It's going to be output by that thing. Holy Christ. Chaos Reach, Thunderous Retort. 
using geomag stabilizers to keep it going longer. <laughs> Ultimate oh, crowd man. control, you know, art <laughs> staff, or even the new uh, Hunter one with Thunderous Report. This is going to be gross because it's amplified yeah. or in critical state, and that's a big improvement over the original, which was only in critical state. Yeah, no, I agree. Now, this one's a cool one. You're, I'm going to read it off, and it's just a brief description. There's probably some more text, possibly. But the name for this mod is fantastic. Hype Train Conductor. <laughs> it adds two seconds to your amplified timer. And it stacks. I hope it's not expensive. Because, you know, we don't have these artifice armor pieces that we can get out of Master Dungeons that can put it they have the extra slot for an extra you know um artifact mod go into it imagine if hype train uh, conductor is like really cheap use it you have your three times <laughs> yeah so that would be an extra six seconds onto your amplified what if amplified six seconds to begin with then you're up to 12 seconds of being amplified yeah. That's a lot of time, man. That is a lot of time. Or or you have your four normal mods already in there, but you have like a point or two left over just because how it works out. And now you throw in hype train conductor to just give you that extra little bit of time longer. That little bit yeah. might actually be the difference. I think that's awesome. We also have trace evidence coming. Precision hits on arc debuff targets will generate ionic traces. Okay. I'm here for that. Spread the love. Get things jolted or blinded and then start picking them off with precision hits and traces galore. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. We're also getting back lightning strikes twice. I don't remember this. Um, but what it says, Either. at least in the wiki, because it is a returning one, that might have been augmented a little bit. Uh, after throwing an arc grenade, gain increased arc recharge for a short time. Arc final blows extend the duration of this benefit. Okay. So you throw a grenade, you get increased grade grenade recharge and any arc uh, arc final blows keeps extending the duration so you're going to be getting your grenades back faster it is according to this a seven point one but i can see that being so strong so strong and I, i i this was the first one when i was scanning the chart that jumped out to me because i knew exactly what it was and i just went uh, when I saw it, this is my favorite. <laughs> this came out the season that the presage came out, the season that we got Dead Man's Tail, Sundering Glare, rapid precision hits against distant yeah. combatants, we them for a short duration. This makes me happy because I have a Vorpal DMT. I also have a DMT that has, um. Fourth time's the charm. Look, 
I like using scout rifles. I generally like using scout rifles, and I don't mind sitting in the back, especially in PvE content. But then after I'm going, oh, I'm going to use DMT again. I'm going to use DMT again. Then it dawned on me, it's like, no dummy. You have that scout rifle that you got from this season that rolled with triple tap and fourth time on it. Yeah. I could just sit in the back forever now and weaken everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very happy by that. One to have back. <clears throat> oh, yes. I, it was very helpful when we were doing like uh, master presage runs, having some person uh, back there shooting uh, at things. Also, I think Vault of Glass was around at that time. So at least one raid was where one person having Sundering Glare was a benefit to weaken because they could sit far enough back and still be with the fire team, but plink away and there, hey, there you go. Weakening effects on now. Everybody's just like pounding out even more damage. So I can't wait. I can't wait. And there's arc scout rifles out there. So you're not losing the entire arc feel. It's uh, it's going to be wild. I, I think none of these are like ultra, ultra like killers. But I have this feeling that hype, hype train conductor and trace evidence as we go further into season 18 are going to become more and more valuable as people start realizing how crazy they can jump up their builds and really like oh, yeah. make things go bonkers all of a sudden with how much they're going to be able to do with their other abilities. I think those are going to be like the, the sleeper hits of the season. So anything in there that you're like, or anything in general that we've kind of chatted about that, really stands out to you like holy shit i mean it's honestly because i made a titan the idea of that touch of thunder with storm grenades like that i read that i was like i i don't care about anything else that's fucking dope and i want it now so <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of guessed touch of thunder was gonna make a lot of titans very very happy when they saw that i do like having a aspect that augments like your grenades that makes them better i think that's a good choice yeah for at least each class to have one over a different thing i think there's one for void classes right now i think the warlocks get it yeah because they can add an extra like um oh what the hell is it called seeker to um the one yeah the, grenade the, the and, vampire deal yeah yeah so yeah there, there, there's stuff out there and i just think touch the thunder is gonna be funny i'm wondering which one out of the out of all these aspects are all gonna have like one fragment slot to it <laughs> yeah there's some of the stronger ones i could definitely see having one and i think touch of thunder could oh, yeah, you only get one fragment one slot it's like yeah one fragment slot for you damn it <laughs> It's like for uh, Void Hunters, the uh, we call it the Slam Bush. Basically, it's the Hunter's Ambush, where you dive down and create like that mm -hmm. fart cloud, and you go invisible, and all your allies do, and you weaken targets. You only have one fragment for that, one fragment slot. Mm -hmm. So Hunters running that will only end up having three fragment slots. But to be very honest with you, as I've said before, these things work so well. 
you know, once you figure out your play style, you will only need three mm-hmm. fragments with those two aspects for that particular class. So, yeah. It's nice. It's nice. I I am really, yeah. really excited for this. I think just on paper, everything for Arc sounds like it's going to be fun. And like you said, I it has potential, at least hopefully for the season, to be like strong. But oh yeah, I'm I'm excited for what arc is going to be, and it's going to make me want to play all three characters because I've basically only played my Titan this season. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I was actually on my Warlock last night. What... I was playing my Warlock last night, trying to grind out a uh, uh, arc chest piece because that was what was going on in the Lost Sectors. You know. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have I, all my chess pieces are solar because I've had solar classes, and it's like, oh hey, nah. I just kept getting solar exotic chess pieces from the lost sector. So screw you, Outrider. You're not going to get an arc chess piece to use to augment those abilities, but maybe I will over the you know, season 18. But yeah, I, I want to try out the world. To change the 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 energy on. No, I, I don't. I don't. Remember. I don't mean. I don't mean changing the energy type. I'm talking about ones that actually are for arc classes, like uh, stuff like Mantle, okay, Mantle of Battle Harmony, you know, that will, mm-hmm. you know, bump up certain things. I don't have those. The only ones I have on my possession okay. are I, like I understand what uh, Starfire Protocol, stuff like that. Yeah, sorry. We'll just clarify that. Uh, sure. It's not that it's not that expensive, really, to change. Um, if I want to change the energy subtype of the armor piece to answer your question, it's mm-hmm. typically like a, an enhancement core and uh, X amount of glimmer and maybe some like legendary shards and, you know, your firstborn child, but you know, you, you can do it. <laughs> Especially when it's yeah. like totally master worked out. Yeah. Now I, I was looking for specific ones to augment the arc. You know, I have helmets. Mm-hmm. Which are fine, like the stag. I mean, stag might be fun. Uh, I do have geomag stabilizers. Yeah. That might be fun. But I just wanted one of the chest pieces, and I never held on to any. So, um, what else? There's some other things in the swab. Oh yes. Um, for those that are going to watch the showcase on Tuesday, because we're going to get this out before Tuesday, so you can hear this, and you have a Twitch account. If you linked your Twitch to your Bungie account and you watch on Bungie's official Twitch channel, the um, showcase, if you're on for 30 minutes watching this, you can get an emblem for it. It is awesome looking. Very pretty. Yes. It is called Starbirth. Uh, I am definitely going to be trying to get my hands on this, you know, yeah. just boot up Twitch and let it go and then claim it when 30 minutes are up. I think you get a little notification if you have your Twitch rewards going, because that's what this is for. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fantastic idea. Reward people for watching the showcase with an emblem that, depending on the amount of people that do it, may or may not be rare. Yeah, it's just cool looking, too. see we got a new community manager 
That's coming from Germany. His name is Timon. He's going to be manager for Germany, France, and the UK. So, welcome to the team. And a friend of mine, which means friend of the channel, uh, Lucent Beam, she and her buddies in her clan, they won Movie of the Week for a parody of the Monster Mash song called Bonfire Bash. Congrats. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Apparently, I was the one that broke the news to her when I like tagged her and said, congratulations. She didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, you know, no, proud of her. She puts work into these things. They do like these parodies here and there. And it is funny. And it's appropriate as we're going into this season, which will have Festival of the Lost and it's the Monster Mash, you know, Bonfire Bash, all that. Good time. Yeah. There's some pretty art. There's not a whole lot in the conclusion because we got the showcase coming up. There were some dev interviews over the past week. Uh, Mercules, who's part of the, uh, he's one of the associate weapon designers. And Chris Proctor, who is the weapons overlord right now for the sandbox team. Uh, Proctor was on firing line. Mercules, I did a different interview elsewhere. I don't recall where. Um, there's some information and some clarification as to their weapon changes. So it was just about the weapons. Uh, one thing I, I will want to point out is that um, we mentioned that there was not a lot of exotic weapons that took on the verbs of the new uh, R, uh, light 3.0 classes. We haven't had a lot of them, but that's something yeah. they're looking into. It just takes time because they need to figure out which ones they want to do, play test them, and make sure they don't break the game or make legendary weapons of the same types it, totally irrelevant. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully not. I don't see any maybe outside of arc coming in, you know, season 18, but future seasons, we should start seeing a couple more. I would like maybe one or two for void. That's really my sticking point, but I looks like we're going to get them. So keep, keep cool on that. Uh, interesting fact, Mercules himself was the lead on the redo for the Lord of Wolves. That's all him. <laughs> and something else we learned is there's only one person that does glaives. Oh, weird. Yeah. Not, well, it, they're the designer and they, and they basically know it inside out. So you have this person that is very competent about it, working on just that. And I, I think that's kind of interesting that it goes off and gets tested and all that. So you basically have this person that's like the master glaive maker, you know, amongst the team. Another interesting tidbit, uh, Kevin Yanez, who we like Tocom, he's the one that actually did the BXR battle rifle from 30th anniversary. That was his baby. Oh, sweet. The BXR is nuts. BXR is such a good gun. Oh, is there anything else that was, I just thought that was interesting and worth noting? Well, if you want to know a little bit about their uh, their cycle for how far ahead they work, 
um, narrative apparently is multiple seasons ahead at this point, working on sure, multiple seasons out. Yeah, uh, I think Mercury said that the the sandbox team typically doesn't work out as far as only two two seasons ahead. So currently, season nineteen's in the bag for them, and they're working on season twenty. So that's why sometimes they can push up, you know, like we had the mid season sandbox adjustment in season 17. They just took some of the stuff that was going to go live anyways in season 18 and pushed it up because it was already ready to go. Kind of help fix things if that's cool. things were that's... getting out of hand better. But it's interesting to see how close to the actual seasons the sandbox team is working versus say some of the other teams iterating and designing everything else, you know? I mean, it's like these guys are really deep in there. (laughs) And uh, Mercules also mentioned that on the average day, he puts in somewhere between like maybe an hour or a couple hours just playing the game and play testing. And he mentioned that, you know, the entire company could do that every day for an entire year. And then on day one of like an expansion loss at launch, within that first 15 minutes, more players will have touched the game and broken everything than by breaking it, meaning finding (laughs) new things to do, than the play testers could actually adequately be able to catch. So I think that's kind of an interesting statistic. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm hyped. Totally. I'm hyped. I'm ready. I'm ready to watch the showcase on Tuesday and see some of the new stuff for the season on Tuesday. It's going to be hectic. It's going to be hectic on Tuesday for me because the showcase goes live at 12 p.m. Eastern. It's like 9 a.m. Pacific, and I'm on the East Coast, yep. so that's lunchtime for me and the kiddo. And Mrs. Outrider goes back to work as a school teacher starting Tuesday, so I'm going to have uh, some prep work geez. ready. <laughs> Lunch will be prepared in <laughs> advance. Everything's going to be good to go. Dogs are getting fed before twelve, so they'll be happy to get early lunch. They'll be happy. Me and the little lady normally don't eat till around twelve thirty, anyways. So I'll have the laptop set up with the Twitch stream going so I can uh, get my emblem and watch it there and then watch it again on the big TV later so I can get a better look at stuff. Yes. It should should be a good time. Um, At least, you know, this time around, Venge, your your wallet knows it's safe from a collector's (laughs) station. Yeah. Uh, I've I've been thinking about it. I got some stuff set up, and we'll see what it ends up having. I might hate myself. Oh no, it's crying again. I hear it. <laughs> it's begging. It's begging. Don't do it to me, buddy. Don't. We know. We know they're going to talk about Lightfall. Yeah. They're obviously going to do a season reveal for season eighteen. Stay off your socials prior yeah. to that. And um, I'm thinking they might actually announce some other stuff too. Uh, I have this feeling that the actual showcase is going to be long this time. 
if you look but, at the, the... I think it's set to go for like two and a half hours. Uh, the, the showcase is, I think they said an hour and a half. And, you know, then they're doing something with D Flawless after it. Like the Q&A, like they did in a previous season with Datto. So. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Good for you. That might all be in, you know, the same thing. Like the showcase could be like a half hour, 40 minutes, and then they go for the rest of it there. But, you know, we'll find out. We'll find out on Tuesday. Big time. Um, Next week, we'll just talk about, you know, what happened from the showcase and what we liked out of it. Yeah. I mean, that light might fall information is going to be cool. Yes, I agree. Should be cool. Should be cool. Uh, we'll find out how Venge's wallet is handling it. <laughs> um, we will, um, I don't know. We'll figure it out as uh, Tuesday rolls around and then the hits on Thursday and we'll come up with something because we are just kind of at the mercy of the information flow right now, which is fine. But at least we know there's a lot of information yeah. coming, so there's always stuff to talk about. Yeah. I think that's going to do it for us. I know this was long. Thanks for sticking through this. Uh, we'll see you on the other side come Tuesday. In the meantime, hook us up, anchor.fm slash hg-podcast. Twitter is at podcast underscore hidden. That is our socials. We have our email address there. Send us any messages, questions, comments, whatever suggestions we'd like to start using that on the show we appreciate everybody that watches or listens here i should say not watches but i mean you could watch your device you're just going to see the little bar moving across the screen <laughs> and static picture it is what it is yeah. and we'll be back next week to go over what we think until wow. then talk about next week oh yeah lots but we'll be in that dark zone waiting for the revive until then take care be well catch you on the next time thanks for listening okay bye